0: Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with Roland Warren, CareNet's president and CEO, and Vincent DeCaro, CareNet's chief outreach officer. CareCast and more pro-abundant life commentary from CareNet can be found at care-net.org, where you can watch videos, download e-books, and subscribe to the Abundant Life blog. Now let's listen in on what Roland and Vince have for us this week on CareCast.
1: So, Roland, here we are for yet another episode of CareCast um, here in the um, mid-summer. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. In the nerve center. We're right we, right here.
1: We are in the nerve center of uh Kernet. Um yeah, right here. Yeah. In our hermetically sealed recording yes. booth. Undisclosed location, an undisclosed location, location hermetically sealed, undisclosed <laughs> yeah.
0: location, yeah. nerve center. Like yeah. That's a lot of. That's yeah. a lot to take in. It's temperature control too. It's so it's yeah. very comfortable. Actually. Yeah, so it will be hard for people to find us, which
1: is kind of the objective. <laughs> that that's true. We don't uh, want to be found. No, I know. Even our even our coworkers have no idea where we are no, right now. They don't. Which they is don't. yeah, we like that. But our no, secret. I'm kidding. We're always available to help whenever anyone needs it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, is yeah. the door closed? Yeah. Yeah. So, Roland, um, you know, it is uh, it is a post Roe versus Wade environment that we are in right now. Roe versus Wade has been overturned. We're a couple weeks out from that as we sit here to record this podcast. And so um, it's just been really interesting to sort of see this, to see kind of a narrative unfold over the several months leading up to the decision and, and since the decision and kind of detecting patterns in some of the strategy strategies that both the pro-choice movement and the pro-life movement have taken uh, to sort of prepare for that and then to respond to it. And so there was three stories that you and I both kind of picked up on over the last several weeks that I think are all kind of related in a, in, a, in a certain way. Indeed they are. Yeah. So one of them was about how the state of Maryland, which is, which is definitely has very pro-abortion sorts of laws in place, the state of Maryland is going to pour $3.5 million each year into training people who aren't medical doctors, to perform, to perform abortions. So non-physicians, including midwives, nurse practitioners, nurses, et cetera, will be trained by the state of Maryland to perform abortions. Okay, that's the first story. The second story was about gruesome late-term abortions in Washington, D.C. Okay? So the, the, the point of this, it was actually an opinion piece that was published in the Washington Times. And the idea of this piece was that it's possible that Partial birth abortion procedures were actually used in these late-term abortions. Right. So even when late-term abortions are legally permissible in a place like Washington, D.C., certain methods are actually still illegal, and, and partial birth method is one of those methods that is actually still illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, and based on some photographs that were released of the remains of these you know, unborn children that were, that were killed— there's a possibility that some illegal methods were used there, and so there's call for an investigation to happen there, and rightly so. Right, absolutely. And then the third piece was an, again from Maryland, your home state, Roland. I know. Um, yeah, I know. Y- yeah. So I'm just you got right. you got to do something about that. Um, <laughs> um, it was a Maryland bill that was introduced that would effectively decriminalize neglecting newborn children to death. Okay, Lord help us. Yeah. So the the bill was worded in such a way where they use the term perinatal deaths, which are deaths before and shortly after the actual birth of the child. So during that period of time, um, up to 28 days after the birth of the child, if that child is left to die for any reason, that has nothing to actually do with abortion, if that child is left to die for any reason, it is illegal to pursue legal action against the People that were involved in that, whether it's the doctor, the mother, or the child, whoever. Right. So this bill effectively makes it possible for. Children to be left to die up to 28 days after they are born. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah. And, is, and it's so funny because that just brings to mind, you know, a, a controversy that happened in Virginia, which is where our office is mm-hmm. with the governor before Ralph Northam. Right. And, and him being asked that question. about, yes. You know what happens if a child is born um, and, um, and survives an abortion? And then I think if my memory serves me correct, he kind of made a come. Well, that's then we kind of wait and have a conversation. Right. That was the, the idea. Have a conversation. conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the doctor and the mother. We kind of have a conversation. Right. 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 We don't like this is the child that's born. Right. Right. So this, right. We're not talking about abortion here. Now we're talking about a child that's actually born surviving. Alive. Yep. Alive. Yeah. And we have a conversation. Yeah. Uh, about whether to what. Right. <laughs> Right, you know, I know. So yeah. it, it is. Uh, so it, it's a similar kind of thing. It's sort of codifying that beyond a soundbite, yeah.
1: yeah. No. To,
0: to an actual sort of a policy statement in terms of how to handle these.
1: Yeah, you know, and the thing that's just remarkable to me, and I, 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 I can get fired up about fired up about these things, and I promise I won't do that. I'll, I'll stay very calm. But you know, when when these kinds of things are said by you know maybe pro-choice folks, and the pro-life movement sort of responds to that and saying like you know. I mean, this guy is literally talking about child sacrifice, infanticide, infanticide right? I yes. mean, this child's alive and we're just going to leave leave it. At, you know, the pro-life movement is kind of accused of being you know, radical, unreasonable, or overreacting. Yeah. But then here, just what, maybe a year after that incident or so, something like that, there's an actual real bill being introduced in a real state legislature to codify this idea that the pro-life movement has been saying all along is this is – Possible. This is not a stretch of logic to say that if you're in favor of abortion up to birth, then why not? Why why
0: not? Yeah, yeah. And it really kind of reflects sort of a consumer mindset, right? Right. If you think about it. And I know sometimes when I say when I say these kinds of things, people can go like, "You can kind of cut your pearls," because it sounds you know a bit like just jarring. But when you really strip it down, to have an abortion, essentially what you're doing is you're basically creating a consumer relationship with your child Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so child um bringing a child into the world parenting Mm -hmm. is intrinsically and certainly by god's design is a covenant relationship like people don't say oh i'm gonna love my child if it has blue eyes or if it's this tall or if it's this sex or whatever i mean that's not what you hear from parents who want their children it's like you know i just i just love this child even before i knew you i I mean i I loved you that kind of thing Mm -hmm. the shift with abortion is that you have a consumer relationship with a child in other words If the child doesn't fit into your life, your lifestyle, your whatever, like any other, quote, consumer item, Mm -hmm. um, then you put it away. And Mm -hmm. that's how it's sold. Mm -hmm. It's sold as a morally neutral consumer uh, act, Mm -hmm. right? Abortion is a morally neutral kind of consumer act, consumer product that women want and need, Mm -hmm. right? And so when you think about it that way, you say, "Okay, I put down my money. For essentially a dead baby, this is what I paid for. Mm-hmm. I paid for a dead baby, and in fact, mm-hmm. uh, there have been some cases where where a child lived after an abortion, and mm-hmm. there was you know some kind of issue, and I, I think there was one out in California, someplace mm-hmm. where um, where they sued later or right, something right. like that. Right. For yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. My memory serves me correct, but but essentially it's that same mindset that mm-hmm. I paid for the termination of the life of my child. That's what I paid for. Mm-hmm. Now the child comes out not dead. Well, <laughs> mm-hmm. I paid for mm-hmm. the termination of the life of this child. Mm-hmm. That's what I paid for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, give me what thou owest me. Right, right, right. Essentially. Right. So then, when you follow the logic of that, then it's like, well, of course. Why would I? It's a consumer transaction. Right. You paid for, yeah. you know, a, you know, a a, a dead child, right, right, so right. to speak. Yeah. And.
1: Uh, yeah. Now I know. And, and yeah. That's that's the thing that I think a lot of folks don't really want to think through, don't want to think through is it. some of the, you know, the logical outworkings of yeah. a, a, an, an abortion sort of, you know, paradigm, right? Yes. When you, when you have that, you know, paradigm that says that abortion is, you know, is morally acceptable, permissible, yeah. should be legal, should yes. be accessible. It, it absolutely logically leads to all kinds of things that are really, really uncomfortable yes. that we actually do generally don't want yes i think even even people who are in favor of abortion don't want these things but unfortunately i think what happens far too often is that we we are so sort of you know as you and i have talked about abortion is treated as almost like a sacrament yes and we are so protective as a culture of that sacrament of abortion that we're actually willing to deal with some pretty unpleasant things that we actually don't like in order to retain access to this thing that we I guess
0: in some ways love. Yeah, exactly. And, and and it is it really is that. You know, it's sort of like there's all notion of the, notion of the devil's in the details. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, with the abortion issue, you know, the the, the it's the, the the devil's in the predicate. Mm-hmm. And that's why you hear people say I support a woman's right to choose mm-hmm. and but we don't finish the rest of the sentence. Yeah, right. <laughs> choose what? Right, right. <laughs> right? Because yeah. when you, once you get there, then you realize, mm, we don't want to look at the consequences. Yeah. I, I was watching this um a documentary uh, called "One Child Nation." It was about China. It was um, uh, filmed in China by a, a Chinese American filmmaker, uh, woman who's a Chinese American, and she was going back to China and interviewing, you know, women and men about China's one child policy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which they'd had for for decades, and mm-hmm, the impact of mm-hmm. that. and And I remember um, just when I was watching that, one of the the parts of that was just so disturbing. Is one of the consequences of this one child policy was that If you had a second child, right, or if you had a first child that wasn't exactly what you wanted. So there was this bias to have boys Mm -hmm. rather than girls. So if you had a a little girl instead of a boy and it was your first child and you could only have one, the midwife would sometimes kill the child right there, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, right after birth. Or they would take the child and just leave the child on the streets, Right. Right. And so um a number of the people in this in this documentary were talking about walking through the streets and just seeing basket after basket after basket of these babies. Mm. Flies all around them, dogs eating them, mm. all this stuff thrown in, you know, in 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 dumps and yeah. plastic bags, all these babies just lining the streets. With a one-child policy. Now, that sounds horrible. And people in the U.S. would, oh, my gosh, this is Mm -hmm. terrible. Mm -hmm. But what we're talking about here Mm -hmm. with this Maryland bill
1: it's it's a sanitized version of the same of exactly exact thing.
0: Exactly the same
1: thing. It'll be medical waste disposal and all that. No one will ever have to see it no, or smell it or anything. Exactly.
0: You know, in China they look, we're just going to there are villages yeah. going to put out in the basket right. and you're walking by and you're yeah. seeing all the yep. seeing all these babies and there are people by the grace of God who are rescuing these yeah. these uh, children who were put out. Right. But this is what we're this is what we're talking about. Yeah. No, it, it's it's
1: when when Roe versus Wade was overturned, pro-life people were accused of so we've turned back the clock. Right? Yes. That we've somehow be- we've become less civilized. Yes. As a result of overturning Roe versus Wade, but these sorts of things to me are clearly going back to. You, I mean, you think of like ancient Greece where they exposed yes. children on a mountaintop, you know, yes. after after they were born to basically just leave them there to die, and if yes. they happen to survive, well, great, I guess we'll raise it now, you know. And and it's like that that's turning back the clock, yes. not protecting protecting the lives of the innocent and the vulnerable.
0: That sounds actually pretty darn civilized to me. Exactly, and that's really what we're what we're advocating yeah. for, and what yeah. we're fighting for. So it's it really is it really is a, a shift in terms of the mindset, and you know, and it, and it's an unfortunate move. I mean, even even with with, with when the pro choice side had sort of had this narrative of that safe, legal, and rare, right? Mm-hmm. That that they they've moved even beyond that, and and obviously there was some you know sort of problems with safe or legal and rare, because right. uh, I, the only thing people want safe, legal and rare is steak. <laughs> right. True. right? Yeah, because yeah. if it's safe and legal, right, right. right. Then we want it plentiful actually. Right. right. Yeah. So if it's, if it's, if we want it rare, well, maybe it's not all that safe or maybe it shouldn't be all that legal. Right. Right. And sure. so I can see why they kind of pivoted away from that because right. there's a, there's a conundrum and a conflict within even mm-hmm. that, me- even in that messaging. Mm-hmm. But we're seeing the, we're seeing the fullness of that now yeah. in terms of, Some of the uh, uh, bills that are coming up and and perspectives that are being communicated in the public square, and it's very, very troubling. It's not taking us; it's it's absolutely. We're not trying to take folks back. Yeah, we're trying to take folks forward.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's a great way place to sort of wrap this up, which is that you know these we these three seemingly disconnected stories, I think have what they have in common is that in a post Roe versus Wade environment, the, the pro choice movement is really trying to double down in the in the in the states where it feels like it has. A foothold yes. is actually truly trying to double down on making abortion as accessible as it as ever, yes. and that's sort of a counter. Even beyond right, even beyond. even beyond birth, right, and 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 you know that's sort of a counterintuitive thing, right? You would think, okay, Roe versus Wade has been overturned, so there's going to be less access to abortion, more lives saved, et cetera. But unfortunately, in lots of places in our country, the opposite is actually going to happen yes. because of the aggressiveness of the pro-choice movement in, in certain states, where they're seeing the end of Roe is obviously a a threat, right? And a turning back of the clock. And so they're pushing these very aggressive bills that are not only allowing abortion, but unfortunately, leaving born children uh, to die. And so really, really just, you know, the fight ain't over, as they no, say.
0: Absolutely. Lord, Lord help us. And that's why, yeah. you know, it's an honor to work uh, for CareNet Net and, yeah. and work with people like you and the rest of our dedicated staff and other folks, you yeah. know, in the pro-abundant life movement, because yeah. what we're trying to do is is give a the truth, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not a counter narrative, so to speak, but the mm-hmm. actual true narrative mm-hmm. that, that lives are, are not worth sacrificing, but mm-hmm. worth sacrificing for. Yeah, and that absolutely. the humane thing, and what separates humans from non humans, so mm-hmm. to speak, or animals or whatever, is that we don't sacrifice the vulnerable for ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. The powerful don't sacrifice the vulnerable for themselves. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. sacrifice themselves for the vulnerable. Absolutely. And that's what parenting's about. Yeah. That's what any social justice movement that that mm-hmm. really trying to talk about justice and all those mm-hmm. kinds of things mm-hmm. that's that's what you see that's hallmark in mm-hmm. there and mm-hmm. and certainly carenet as a ministry is very focused on that offering compassion, hope, mm-hmm. help, and then in terms of what we try to do with the church as well and discipleship mm-hmm. um, because we we know that life decisions need life support Absolutely. and we want to be there to help people with that. Yeah, definitely. That's a and that's a great place to stop. Thank you, Rollin. You're welcome. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Carecast. For more pro-abundant life commentary and practical resources, please visit care-net.org. There, you can subscribe to the Abundant Life blog, giving you access to videos, eBooks, podcasts, and other resources to help turn your pro-life passion into pro-abundant life action. Until next time, we pray that God blesses you and yours daily.